It's time to rock and roll! I got my cat mug with me today. There you I don't go. Know if you guys can see that. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> disappearing a little bit. No, no, no. It's a uh, shout out to Hello. my my neighbor, Lord of S, who got me this for Christmas. Oh, nice. Right on. It was very nice. Um, was it as nice a gift as the movie we're here to talk about today? I don't know. I think that's going to be controversial. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me today is my co-host, Gina Versa. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, mm -hmm. We also got my other co-host, Matt Garingo. Hey. And then very incredibly most special guest of all time, Sean Fallon from Down Under. How are you, my friend? It's been way too long. It has. It has. But, like, obviously, you know covid and i had a child mm -hmm. and um yeah lots of lots of um lots of things have probably kept me kept me away from the this kind of sphere but yeah it's good to be back it's nice yeah i think the last one you were on was like 2020 it was during the mandalorian yeah probably yeah, yeah that's when that we were it. still covering that show <laughs> yeah don't yeah. worry diego we still cover it every year <sighs> mm. It's fine. Yeah, we did the Star Wars thing. Whatever. We we did a good one this year, I think. Oh, I think yeah. we were more positive than we intended to to be, but <laughs> than you intended to be. There's good stuff. There's good <laughs> stuff. I'm just I'm just having a laugh. Uh, Sean, fill us in on on your life. Everyone hears from Matt, Gene, and I too much. So please, like, it, what what else has been going on? You went full Peter B. Parker, like you mentioned, having a full... baby. Um, yeah. What's it, what's um... it like in Australia this time of year? Oh, it's uh, freezing cold, and um, yeah, that's pretty much the the main thing of it. Australia is weird in the sense of like, um, that they pretend each year that it doesn't get cold, so the houses aren't built for it, so it's just freezing all the time, uh, <laughs> which is a nightmare. Uh, but yeah, no, I uh, my my son is two two years old and uh, can talk a bit and loves Bluey and um, <laughs> nice. has an attitude. Um, uh yeah no and he's great and we're taking him to spain to see the rest of my family this year which would be pretty cool uh but yeah i so i haven't been to the cinema that often so I, it's become a bit of a special occasion so every time i go to the cinema now i like uh i go for like premium imax which uh which costs like 50 bucks and you sit in a chair that reclines and it's all very lovely and all that so that's why i saw avatar 2 and across the spider verse and 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 obviously indy 5 which mm -hmm. um yeah which to jump into i really enjoyed so yeah yeah uh did you enjoy all the movies you just mentioned i guess just we get these out of the way i did um avatar 2 i really really loved um but again possibly because of imax possibly because i've been in the cinema for ages possibly for just kind of like um well because it's gorgeous because it's just a gorgeous film that you just like because i think james cameron just doesn't like, because I know a lot of people were like, oh, you know, the plot was a bit nothing. And you're like, yeah, I don't think it's one of those films. I don't think it's about the plot. Like, I know there was a whole thing like with Avatar 1 when he was when he asked Matt Damon to be the lead. And and Matt Damon was umming and ahhing. And Cameron was like, I'm not going to beg you because this movie doesn't need an actor. It doesn't. The, the movie is the star. <laughs> you're just going to be the person to say the line. So I'll offer you like 1% of the gross if you want to do it. And Matt Damon said no. Obviously, turned down the most money of any actor ever. But yeah, I mean, I think it is that thing. It's like, yeah, the plot isn't important. It's just watching all that gorgeous stuff and just being like, how the fuck can we swear? Yeah, yeah, fucking go yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Yeah, like how the fuck did they do that? Like how the fuck is that a thing? Like especially when you watch other films and you're like, that CGI is garbage, and then you watch that and you're like, no, my brain can't calculate that this isn't real. Like there's something. Like I'm watching like the the aliens and you're like, no, that's not a real thing. That's a person covered in dots. <laughs> you know, that's that's not a thing. But yeah, and obviously across the Spider Verse. Beautiful, gorgeous, loved it, incredible, and um, yeah, Dial of Destiny. I really enjoyed it. had a had a had a wonderful time. Like binged the first four before I went mm. to, before I watched it, and just kind of had a thing of like, oh shit, I think Indiana Jones might be like my favorite cinema hero, and I just didn't realize <laughs> until I actually sat and watched them all. And then when I watched the full the full saga, I was like, yeah, no, that's locked in, brilliant. Yeah, we'll definitely talk a little bit about that because I, I think there's a discussion to be had about like American action heroes and stuff like that. Um, hmm. but Matt Gringo, yes. what have you been watching besides Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which we're well, going to talk about today? I think in the, I think Dial of Destiny was the last thing I actually saw in theaters. Just before that, though, I had seen on the same day, uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Is that what the second one's called? Yeah. yeah. Spider-Verse yeah. 2. I saw that, which we discussed. People can go listen to that episode. Yeah. But we don't really stay on topic, so it doesn't matter. Um, and, uh, but before Across the Spider-Verse... I saw Fast X, oh. which might be uh, one of the most soul-crushing experiences <laughs> I've had at the cinema in terms of just like, oh, this is really bad. And then feeling like yeah. you're stuck there because you're kind of deep down, you're hoping, well, maybe it'll get good after a certain point in the film. And it just doesn't. And uh, quietly like a franchise killing movie, like that's how all, it's the worst of the fast movies um, in and I, I think the big shift for me, if I had to like pick one thing, is that it feels like all the fast movies up to this point, you were kind of laughing with them. And in this one, they're like laughing at the audience and <laughs> anyone who could possibly uh, like those movies. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. rubbed me the wrong way. And I felt really bad about the state of cinema at the time. Um, and it, it kind of held over. And it, it, it maybe muted my response to Across the Spider-Verse a little bit, which I did like, but I didn't like come out of it raving like other people. Um, and it might explain why I also liked Dial of Destiny um, quite more than I was expecting. So, uh, yeah, but we can get to that soon. That, yes. That we'll... does seem to be the sort of universal thing with Dial of Destiny, where people are kind of coming out of it being like, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Against all you know because i think the thing was and i might be jumping ahead in the conversation but no no no, go for it go for it well i think having the premiere at the Cannes film festival mm-hmm. and then obviously the reviews that came out were quite lukewarm and then it got released to the general public and you can kind of see like every single person i've encountered has been like that was great <laughs> what the <laughs> hell you know and i do wonder if it was a thing of like you know the the critics at can were sort of like in that mode of i'm watching can films and i'm watching like movies about the holocaust that i'm watching <laughs> you know climate change documentaries yeah. and i'm watching like quite serious business and then you watch indiana jones and you're like no this is not what i came here to watch <laughs> and that's like informed the reviews because i've seen like the guardian did their can review getting mm-hmm. like one star then the yeah. other like more um commercial say movie critic gave it quite a good review and I think that was, I wonder if that's been a thing. And obviously it's caused a massive thing with their box office because yeah, it's the doing movie very had, poorly. Um, it's doing very yeah. poorly, poorly. And they're blaming it on a variety of things. But I think it is that. I think it's Rotten Tomatoes score was like 
50 something percent mm -hmm. going into the release and, and a lot of people unfortunately do look at that number and go oh okay that's i don't need to see this mm -hmm. i'll wait till it comes on disney plus you know that's the thing right um but yeah no so that's that's been a real a real thing well, yeah and the response was so negative at a can and then i was the early buzz just wasn't good on it and i didn't like any of the trailers either and like i said i had seen fast x i went into this movie like with incredibly low expectations so part of me wonders if my incredibly low expectations and then when i watched it and it was like oh it's fine made me kind of respond a lot bigger than maybe i would have had i got in like really hyped like if i had gone in as hyped as i was for maybe when crystal skull came out which was a movie yeah. I was really excited about. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one, I honestly went to this almost out of a sense of obligation. And I went by myself. I didn't invite anyone. Like it was just like I <laughs> it was like I had a I had a free afternoon on a Thursday and I was like, let's just get this over with. Kind of expecting it to be like to feel miserable while watching it. And then I watched, I was like, yeah, it's fine. I had a good time. But yeah, I was yeah. I was super hyped for it, but had that thing of like watching it being like at any point this is going to go off a cliff yeah you know, <laughs> i was, was like uh, i was like each scene would end or each like sequence would end i'm just like yeah this is dope loving it great really happy and it's like oh at some point this is gonna there must be something that happens yeah where it just goes off a cliff like to go back to rise of skywalker i was sort of when i was watching that and i'd seen you know i'd, I'd before like we, i went to the midnight showing but I'd seen a few reviews like on Twitter or whatever that had said that it wasn't very good. And I was like, okay, when's that cliff going to happen? And then when it's like, oh, you know, your Palpatine's granddaughter, mm. I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. And then, uh, but yeah, with Dial of Destiny, that never happened. And I, to be honest, I was like, when they fire up this Dial of Destiny, when this thing, this yeah, time machine fires That was what up, I was thinking was going to be. Something's going to happen that's going to suck. And then I was like, oh no, this is actually because I was like, it's they're gonna go back to Raiders. They're gonna have yeah. a scene where old Harrison Ford interacts with young Harrison Ford. And I think that's gonna be the thing that sticks in my craw because it's gonna be done poor. Nope. They just went back and and did something that was so un because actually go, it's what you're saying there about fast X. It's very similar. I, I haven't seen any Fast and the Furious movies except for the first one, but I I have a kind of like like the Kardashians, I know a lot about it, but I yeah. <laughs> not, not my choice. Um, there is that thing with like a lot of superhero movies where they'll have that moment when they're like, um, kind of show that they're in on how stupid it is. Yeah. You know, they, they, and there will be that thing where it's like, oh, what does the S mean on your chest? Oh, I thought it meant, and then like there's feedback. So you never actually says Superman or it's like, oh, Shazam, what a stupid man. And you're like, no, 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 no. If you're gonna make these movies, you you can't make fun of us for watching the fuckers. That's not <laughs> fair. And so to have Dial of Destiny have that moment where they go back in time to like Archimedes and just play it completely serious, I was like, love it. That was Brilliant. probably my favorite part of the movie, honestly, because it was a it was kind of a wild swing. For and also yeah. I will say, as talking about worried it was gonna ruin it. One, I had there had been like rumors that it was going to end with Indy going back in time and like erasing himself from existence for some reason. <laughs> I had I had heard this rumor and I was like, that's going to piss people off. I'm not going to like judge, but like that sounds like a weird way to go. And then mm -hmm. it gets to this thing where the guy's like, well, I'm going back because I'm going to kill Hitler and take his place. And then I got worried. I'm like, is the, is the climax of this movie going to be Indiana <laughs> Jones making sure Hitler isn't assassinated? Like, I, was, mm -hmm. I got genuinely worried 
that that's what was going to happen. And like, so then when it's the twist of, oh, it's not, it's, you can't really pick the time to go. It only goes to this one specific time. Yeah. That, that was like, oh, that's actually a good like kind of like, that's cool yeah, and it's kind of like you know ending of raiders with like oh don't look at it like you like the whole movie is about what's going to be in it it's like actually no don't look like so yeah, like... i i like <laughs> that was kind of the moment where i was like oh, okay cool like of the moments in the movie and i'm like this is probably going to be a thing though where people like kind of like with crystal skull where people are just like there should never be aliens in an indie yeah. story yeah. i thought like people might still draw the line at him me meeting Archimedes, <laughs> which is crazy, but, like, I, you know, I don't know if it's crazier than meeting the fucking thousand-year-old Grail Knight or whatever, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. I um, mean, if he'd but... gone back in, if he'd gone back in time and, like, <laughs> it killed a CGI River Phoenix. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. If that had that been was... the end of the movie, just, like, Harrison Ford just, like, expressionlessly killing CGI River Phoenix at the start of last uh, last crusade. Yeah. Then, yeah, that, then, then we'd have we'd have serious problems. <laughs> uh, but but before we get more into that, and yeah, I guess like spoilers. I mean, everyone who saw this movie probably wanted to see it already. You know, yeah, so, right. oh. so sorry. A, a few people I, I have, have, I have a thought about on Facebook, that, like, but... "Oh, I'll wait for streaming," but no one's. Gonna yeah, know. which is also worth yeah, talking about. But uh, Gene, uh -huh. Gene, how about you? Thoughts on Indiana Jones and. I guess if you want to mention anything else you've seen. Oh, yeah. I just saw uh, Asteroid City. Really enjoyed that. Oh, what's that like? Oh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's like Wes Anderson, but, you know, it's just very, uh, it was a little like, because uh, it's like, I think people didn't like French Dispatch as much, but it, it just feels more, uh, more inviting, I guess, more, uh, you know, uh, more inviting to, I guess, like general audiences than French Dispatch. And it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's a really fun movie it's just uh you know he's having the time of his life making a little desert movie and everything and yeah really I recommend mean, that i might really see quick. it tomorrow actually yeah so. yeah i haven't seen it yet i really want to see it my favorite mm -hmm. criticism about wes anderson that i don't agree with at all because yeah. i like a lot of his movies most of his movies basically except maybe two um uh -huh. everyone's always like oh, he's always just doing his wes anderson thing uh -huh. and it's like which is like fine if you don't like that but I thought that's what we went to these things for. I want to see like right, an artist do yeah. their thing, you know? Like, I don't have to like it, but yeah. it's cool that they're doing a thing, you know? Right. Like, I don't know. Sorry. It's yeah. so yeah. stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I can't it's... wait to see it. To yeah. sort of go back, sorry, Gene's interview mm -hmm. lightly, but to like go to Dial of Destiny and have that sort of ending thing be like about the dangers of nostalgia and the dangers mm -hmm. of living in the past. Yeah. And then to have like, Wes Anderson as an example of a filmmaker that continues to make original stuff like he's not mm. doing remakes he's not doing reboots he's not doing that kind of stuff so yeah no I, I kind of appreciate that there is like Wes Anderson's out there doing weird shit while yeah, everything else sort of like even like Greta Gerwig is now going to do what two Chronicles of Narnia uh, movies for Netflix yeah. like god damn it yeah you know the worst young adult series or one of them <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. Lion. I mean, I, I bet those movies will be good. Even that's the thing. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. That's I just that's want to know how she handles like the really overt like allegory. Yeah, Christian allegory. Because yeah. that's one when they did the other ones a few years ago, you could kind of get away with the first one because that's mm -hmm. kind of just a straightforward fantasy story. And yeah. the second one is really into like, well, you have to accept Jesus in your heart if you want to <laughs> win battles. And like, <laughs> and it, that really drags that movie down. It does. <laughs> so it's yeah. I, I'm I'm like, how is 
I mean, if so, if I, I'd rather someone talented try to handle it than the people who ever I who I do not know the names of anyone that made the oh, other ones. No so. idea. No, um, I, I don't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, Gene, uh, uh, thoughts uh, on Dial of Destiny? Yeah, you know, I still feel kind of like lukewarm on it. Um, I wouldn't say I like outright hated it, but there was just some uh, aspects of it I just wasn't agreeing with. I think because uh, I did the marathon too of all the four yeah. films. And uh, I just felt like the departure of like Lucas and Spielberg were just like really, well, like really evident, I guess, where it's just like there was just something, something missing in terms of like uh, the movie or just like the way it was handled or just, yeah, I just, I really miss those two. Like, I don't know, I would have taken just like maybe just like George being involved, hearing all his weird ideas, what he could have <laughs> done, his craziness. But yeah, but I don't know if we get, if we, uh, if we had Spielberg, directing it then you wouldn't have the fablemans so i mean uh yeah or no, west side just, story west side which I, story yeah because you and i definitely had conversations before it came out i'm sorry to cut you off but i i think we were coming from the same place i think mm -hmm. you were much more excited about this movie than mm -hmm. i was i was just like yeah I, it was. I mean to go to matt's thing i was like an obligation you know like mm -hmm. it i i mm -hmm. love james mangold's other movies mostly too it's like i bet it'll be yeah. solid and um, so I think people should know that too. Like you, you were much more excited than I was, and I think that's oh, yeah. also kind of I was... why you feel the way you do. You know, you were mm -hmm. you were looking forward to this much more, and yeah, not I that there was anything the... writing on this, but you know, it's, uh -huh. it it does affect your enjoyment of a movie if you're looking forward to it more or less. Yeah, I mean. yeah, of course. Yeah, I love Mangle too. So I was like yeah, ready to go for bathroom. It was uh, I enjoy. I don't know. Yeah, I enjoy his movies. Enjoy his uh, personality. I guess. He, Crazy, he's, yeah. he's a little online i do like yeah. him when he should talk sometimes even though i'm like you're wrong but that might explain he, some of the early reception of this movie is yeah. some of his shit talking <laughs> yeah did uh, uh maybe like probably sean you saw it when he was in star wars celebration and he was like uh he got like i guess like he got offended they asked him if he filmed anything in the volume <laughs> it's like no no, no everyone did real shit yeah <laughs> like stuff like, like that yeah. i mean <laughs> that's not really the forum to be shit canning the volume i know everyone's dressed <laughs> yeah. as like the yeah. mandalorian goes to celebration just like talks crap about it. it's <laughs> unfortunate that. where mm -hmm. if you're gonna make movies like this you kind of have to run the the promotion as like a political campaign mm -hmm. where you try yeah. to offend as few people as possible and not right. step in like shit beforehand and get the mm -hmm. blessings from all this other bullshit yeah. And I think I think Mangle had no time for it, which I do kind of respect, but also mm -hmm. might explain the uh, <laughs> yeah. some of the lack of hype around. Uh, yeah. So. yeah. But yeah, no, I felt uh, I felt it was pretty solid at the end of the day. It's like a three point five or like maybe. a. Three. Yeah, that's that's probably where I would be, yeah. too. So I so, like I'll say I think it's probably like on ranking the movies, probably the lowest for me. Mm -hmm. But um, even then, it's not like I'm like fuck this movie. It's just like yeah, you know, it's it's fine. Like again, it's it's yeah, a yeah. very strong it's totally fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard because Raiders is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Raiders, Raiders exists. Is a perfect movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and then yeah. and then Last Crusade as well. You know, you oh. do have that thing of like it's not sort of like Raiders is really good, and then the sort of like well to go back to the Fast and the Furious, like none of them have been perfect film so you don't well, no, no, no. fast that five much. fast five is perfect i i, I got oh, fast, oh, okay. fast, fast five, five is, is pretty is, is as close as that franchise can get to perfect yeah. but even is, then it's like one is is fast five the brazil one with yes the, brazil, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, again have not seen these films but <laughs> yeah, i can just... probably tell you what happens in each one yeah i will okay. say if you okay. ever do just draw the line at seven 
please continue. Yeah, yeah, seven is probably the one. Um, yeah. but... Is that when the rock leaves? Oh no, the rock's in. Is the rock in eight, and then he then he passes. Yeah, but you don't, you don't The rock is in eight, but it's like that weird thing where like him and Vin Diesel, I think, aren't on camera together at all in that movie, and then yeah. he just then he's not nine, which is fine. <laughs> Nine's fine, but uh, uh, you know, I did watch. Just... I did watch Hobbs and Shaw on a plane. Oh, oh my no. plane. god! Oh, <laughs> no. On a plane, really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, like okay. a plane movie is like mm. as a movie where you can like fall asleep or. You know, have a mid-air collision. Like, yeah, okay, this yeah. this will be fine. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to care this, if I don't finish this. Yeah, on the scale of 9/11 or plane collisions, mm-hmm. where does Hobbs and Shaw yeah. rank in your? <laughs> yeah, if 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 9/11 happened while I was watching Hobbs Definitely and Shaw, Diego I'd be like, got oh, to well. 9/11 before I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's when the dial of destiny was missing. What well, happened yet? <laughs> he went through every oh, national yeah. tragedy. <laughs> and he jumps forward in time. Yeah, I, I, I that. thought that might happen too. I yeah. thought that maybe he was going to end up in modern day, and there was going to uh-huh. be some be like... bullshit where he's like, "What's an iPod or something like something yeah. really terrible." How do you, you get milk from an almond? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kids these days. Well, Mangold did come out and he said like the original script uh, was going to be that they were going to end up back in forty four. It was going to go back to the start of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they would have like a kind of a chase scene, and and he was like, no, it's just the same beats as the first thing, so we need to do something. And eventually they were like, oh, let's just go wild with it, which I mm-hmm. which I really appreciate because I, I was speaking to someone online, they were like, oh, they were shocked that it didn't have like he didn't go back and speak to uh, Shia Shia LaBeouf mm-hmm. and, and do all that kind of stuff. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but the message of the film appears to be, you can't change the past, you can't live in the past. So the idea of him going back and getting that second chance feels disingenuous with the whole thing. Yeah. So the idea of like, no, you've got to stay in the present and fix things there, which I really, mm-hmm. I mean, watching all five of them, having the idea that in the end, the final sort of like the, you know, to get all metaphorical, the final treasure or whatever is Marion. Brilliant. To go mm-hmm. from Raiders to that and have the whole thing actually be a story about uh, him and Marion Ravenwood's love affair. Brilliant. Came out of nowhere. Didn't expect it. Love it. Now, did you feel, when they introduce uh, that uh, Shia LaBeouf died on the way back mm-hmm. to his home planet um, in between <laughs> yeah. four and five, Yeah, it felt like they were going to introduce that, like, oh, because like there, there's this dial and that we know that Nazis are after it and it's a time travel thing. And it is something of like, yeah, destroy that fucking thing. Like, don't don't let that chance ever happened that the Nazis could get it. I thought they were going to introduce that Indy was he was planning on rescuing his son. That was mm-hmm. going to be a bigger thing. And he kind of just brings it up and then like it doesn't come up again. Um, yeah. It's a weird one, especially in a time travel movie. Yeah. yeah. There's that sort of thing of like, yeah. like I get I get what they're trying to do. They're trying not to look just like cousin Oliver Shia LaBeouf out of, yeah. out of existence. They're trying mm-hmm. to explain his thing. But then mm-hmm. in a time travel movie, it does sort of leave a leave a hanging thread. I just yeah. thought it would be like a temptation for Indy, kind of in the way that like when he can't blow up the arc in Raiders, yeah. mm-hmm. that like I thought it was just gonna be something like that. They kind of didn't do a ton with it, maybe it's... because they knew the audience couldn't get on board with that. But <laughs> well, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess that's the thing, isn't it? It's like it's not like because Shia, Shia LaBeouf is the Jar Jar of the Indiana Jones yeah. movies. It's mm-hmm. not like people are dying to see him again. Right. So it does sort of work of like, yeah, they had him killed off, but 
but there were repercussions of him being killed off. That's mm-hmm. what ruined his and Mar- Marion's yeah. marriage and so on. And why he ended up in a shitty New York apartment working at a shitty school after <laughs> he'd been in Connecticut or whatever as a mm-hmm. tenured yeah. professor. Yeah. Like, I think that's something they didn't quite address. Yeah, but, um, like, I, I do think that um, I have less of a problem with, like, you know, to, to paraphrase Matt, like, uh, Shia died on the way back home to the oh, yeah. planet. You know, like, Poochie, yeah. It, it, um, yeah, they didn't, they, they poochied him, but, like, mm-hmm. the drama does stem from that, like Sean was saying. Like, it's not just yeah. a thing that happened. It's like, no, this is, it's like fucked up, like, uh, yeah. a happy marriage. Like, it, mm-hmm. yeah. it is the, like, the thing that hangs over the movie. And it's not just an event that's just like, oh, nerds didn't like this, so we didn't do it, you know? I mean, it did mm-hmm. make me laugh, though, unfortunately. Uh, that where there was like, yeah, he died in Vietnam. Like, yeah, was there like, was. Oh. Give me that yeah. movie. Give me Mark yeah. Williams in Vietnam. Yeah. And I mean, you know, a... not that we have to address them directly, but there's been some legal issues with that yeah, actor. Yeah, has been having a rough few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm doing, um, so I write for Film Inquiry and I do an article, it's called Away From The Hype. And basically you take a movie that's had some sort of big hype to it and then wait a year or whatever and Mm. then write about it. So Don't Worry Darling has just Mm. come on streaming in Australia. So I was writing my introduction for that last night. And so I write the introduction and then I watch the film. And I was writing the introduction. I was just laughing my ass off. I'm just like, oh my God, this stupid movie had so much stuff happen to it. And obviously he's involved in that. Shire, he was yeah. one of the one of the players. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that dude's just all over the. And he was actually he was the good guy in that. In the end, it turned out he <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like he like yeah. left the movie because he didn't like the way they were making it. And then it was mm-hmm. like they tried to blame blame it all on what? him. And he's like, blame it on him. Yeah, Matt. Mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde like lied. Well, that yeah. that movie yeah. that movie. I should read that because the the it wasn't even hype it was like anti hype around that movie mm-hmm, of yeah. just like the drama of like <laughs> oh she Florence Pugh's not doing press junkets mm-hmm. which is like in and honestly like as we can read into that as much as we want but also it's like that shouldn't matter like it we really shouldn't care <laughs> like if that's, <laughs> that shouldn't if that's happening or film. not like what mm-hmm. and like the the whole like did someone spit on someone at the premiere right. that was like yeah. a whole like that was crazy saga. Everything, Craziness. everything about that really spoke to me. Anyways, that like the dire straits of the industry, because people were like, "Oh, it's such exciting drama." And it's like, no, it's fucking not. You know, it's exciting. Yeah, it's like, was... oh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together. I think that's more exciting. You know what I mean? It's good. It's good for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I don't, him, I don't yeah. care about them. I, I, I like Ben Affleck as an actor. Uh, J Lo's fine, whatever. But like. Uh-huh. It was just like people were so desperate for something in the industry to be like really kind of saucy and exciting, and they were like settling yeah. for that. And I'm like, no, it, it's, it's, funny just, that... it's weird. Like I don't, I don't care. I, like it's it was ridiculous. And so I think oh, we we found it funny. I I mean well, a, the, lot the people, is, a lot of people a lot of people did something like that. <laughs> when you've got all that sort of like salacious stuff and like marriages breaking up mm-hmm. and lies and recorded phone calls and yeah. did did he spit on him did he didn't he <laughs> that and was the, the one that like, just... broke me <laughs> yeah no well that's the thing like i was writing that in the introduction it was like there is no way that that situation with him spitting on him arises without all that other stuff before it because <laughs> yeah people uh-huh. have been like no obviously harry styles didn't spit on chris yeah. Pat, fine <laughs> but at that right. point you were like i'm sure he spat on him and, and called him the n-word you know it's, uh-huh. it's, it must be you know 
and then the film was just nothing like yeah, people watched a, it were like it's, yeah it's not it's, it's not good it's not that bad it, it had one single moment like earlier this year or late last year where people started booking airbnbs in the mm. vicinity to kind of like camp up the style of the movie in their own yep. like you know wardrobe and stuff uh, like right. that and i told gene i was like you know what you might be fucking right this might have like staying power as like a camp like, classic and then it yeah. didn't so i was right so it's fine it's like but a, you never yeah, i've seen some forward. people coming around to it and being like actually it's kind of interesting i've seen some people uh-huh. defend that movie if, if it yeah. has oh. legs it, yeah. i don't know it has uh, uh, interesting weird ideas like it just turns into like a like gets in all the jordan peterson incels at the end and everything yeah, yeah. But that was yeah, the thing about well, it. It felt like it was. It had a lot it wanted to say, but mm-hmm. didn't really know how to say it. Like, yeah. It, and then so you have the well, the tool forces of it. It just pissing off those people, and then the people who disagree with those people being like, "Yeah, but the movie is also not good." So, in a weird if you're gonna have place. like a movie with a big message, you have to like really land it. Right. Yeah, it it was kind uh, of to me a warning. Piss off those people. Yeah, it was a warning of like it, if Get Out had been like a really poorly made movie, like <laughs> a little how, bit. The, how the response would have been, um, all things considered. But mm-hmm. none of this has anything to do with the Dial of Destiny. No, no. no. But I, I will say, sort like, of it does. Th- those those <laughs> people who who like get really wound up about like all oh, women movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know they're they're always just gonna hate everything that has yep. a woman in it, and you know yeah. there's that. Well, there was some of that around Lucas, this. Yeah, Lucas yeah. has yeah. that that, that oh, problem God, with these like, those uh those Star Wars nerds and whatever that are like, oh, there's a woman helping Indiana Jones. It's like that's uh-huh. every movie. That's every up. That's every, that's movie, every yeah. single one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't I don't think... watch Doctor Who. You're gonna hate it. <laughs> like I think there was some like it was because she uh she does a lot of a lot more action in this one. I would say. <laughs> Than other ones, yeah. but I think that's just a necessity from the fact that Harrison Ford's eighty years old. Like, right. you, yeah. you, they needed 100%. they needed other people to do a lot of the action. Like, because I mm-hmm. think yeah. I think I saw there's a similar pushback to Crystal Skull, where in the climax, it's like you have Shia LaBeouf also in the action, and I think people yeah. like kind of like we just want Indy to do it, and I uh-huh. get where that comes from. But at a certain point, it's like he's just too like if you want an action movie. He can't do all the action. Like, yeah. I mean, just, I think right. that's why he's driving a lot in this movie. Yeah, he's he's driving a lot. Yeah, he can't run. Yeah. Like, there's a few yeah. scenes where he's running. Oh yeah, like, that's an ATO, a man running, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I think the thing is, I think they do well to sort of like, um, lean into that a bit and make it that he is sort of getting on this adventure like against his will. Mm. Like a uh-huh. lot of it is sort of like, I do not want to be here. I just want to retire. <laughs> I just want to lie on my couch. I am done. And then that scene where he's climbing the the rock and he's like, I've got pins in my legs, I've been shot, <laughs> I've been this, I've been that. And you have to like take a rest. And you're like, yeah, that's it's good that they don't pretend that he's not an 80 year old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you didn't really they didn't really address too much of that in uh, Crystal Skull either, actually. Just despite yeah, well, that scene, yeah, where he I guess like misjudges I, his fall or his Yeah, rip. he doesn't get the distance right in the yeah. one jump. So yeah. I mean, like, that, that yeah. was like a classic, like trailer moment. He's like, damn, I thought it was closer. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, um, no. <laughs> did anyone feel like Phoebe Waller Bridge's character was kind of a like deconstruction of Ray a little bit? Like they were trying to riff on, like, because she kind of shows up similar to Ray with, like, oh, you're Indiana Jones, you're Han Solo, you've done all this great stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out she's just robbing him. <laughs> like, uh, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't no. feel that like a deconstruction of Ray. I definitely feel like kind of a a deconstruction of Indy. 
Yeah. You know, like that's to me, that's like him like as a as a younger guy. Yep. Instead yeah, of him like, in Temple of Doom. Yeah, you know, Fortune and yeah. Glory kid type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I she was, hasn't she hasn't gone through the you know, the mm-hmm. Ark of the Covenant shit or whatever. I just feel like the like, way they positioned her was very much a response to the character of Ray in Force mm-hmm. Awakens. At least that's what it kind of felt like when I was watching. So okay. part of me was like, oh, those losers will respond to this character better. And then, uh-huh. oh, no, of course they don't. They don't like a woman who talks yeah. A- yeah. at all in these movies. So, um, yeah. God damn. Well, don't grow you... up to, if you're young, do not grow up to be those guys. You, you're just not going to be happy with anything ever yeah. again. Oh, like, no. Yeah, they, they just... you, your, your punishment is you have to be you. Like yeah, that thing like that. <laughs> well, you're stuck like, in that head all the time, and then like 90% of culture is gonna have a woman in it, and then uh-huh. you're like, you're yeah, culture's head. moving away. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not like it's gonna be like, oh, we need to course correct this. And and the thing is, it's like, oh, we need to course correct this and go back to the 80s when we had Sarah Connor and Rick yeah, Lee it's like there's Leo no the era no, they want on. it was always like this exists. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, but, yeah, they uh, just got a uh, radicalized. Yeah, they just get, yeah. well. They're just gonna get angrier and never enjoy things. And then, yeah, I would find yeah. just... Well, well, they're they're the henchmen to Maz Mickelson in this movie. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, we gotta oh, go yeah. back to the old way. You know, these <laughs> fucking white guys from Kentucky or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love uh, I loved uh, Boyd Hobrook. He was a good, uh, I guess, like henchman. He was a yeah, good like yeah, number yeah. two. Yeah, he's 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 fun. He's it's fun. Like he kinda, he's doing a lot. You know, he kind of doesn't get that much. Yeah, but he's doing a lot but, in the background. Like, oh, he's good. He's good. I yeah. like Boyd Hobrook. I like thought they I was... made him more engaging than, no offense, some of the henchmen in Crystal Skull, who, like, mm. I don't really remember sure. any of them. Um, just, yeah, they had the that, That's that massive dude. That gets There's the massive the dude that gets eaten, but I only really remember him because he gets eaten by the ants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't do yeah, a ton. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought um, I thought Mads and his whole crew did a great job of just mm-hmm. being Mads really shitty. Uh, mustache twirling neo-nazi types yeah. like yeah I, I think there were two reactions to when people heard Maz Mikkelsen was going to be the villain it, one was oh he's perfect the other mm-hmm. one was that's a that's not really that like much of a leap it's like oh Maz Mikkelsen <laughs> as a villain in your blockbuster uh-huh. and it's like what I kind of have both reactions because it's like uh-huh. yeah of course that's going to fucking work it's not that inspired but it doesn't mean it's wrong you know what I mean like he seems to be having the time right for a reason like He's just having the time of his life in this movie. Like yeah. you can, like even just scenes yeah. of him like looking at maps and being like, "It's here." <laughs> like he's yeah. like really engaging. Um, that's just mad. That may just be Mads in general, though. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's just he's oh. got a presence that I think it's it took Hollywood a little too long to tap into. Yeah, because um, he keeps yeah. popping up in these movies where then he just dies, <laughs> and so like mm-hmm. understandably he's the villain in the five. That makes sense, but I feel like. Like when you watch Rogue One now, where it's like, oh, you could have gotten like fucking four movies out of this guy. Like yeah. he's yeah. so good on camera, and then it's like, oh, he's oh, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they've got to, you know, you've got to think that Disney, like, we've got to get him into Andor season two. We can find a way to get. Yeah, they're get probably him. thinking yeah. of something. They've got it because he's in that. Once you sort of get into that thing of like you're in that Disney stable, because obviously he's been a Marvel villain. He's been in Star Wars. Another one where he's just villain. yeah. Like... He's, doing he's all in the that world, and, yeah. And then he'll just go back to Denmark and make like a really goofy comedy movie in his, <laughs> in his, in his own language, and then just like come back and be like the scariest guy in Hollywood, and then go back and do some more goofy shit. Like, yeah, really I mean, yeah. I mean, also everyone watch another round. It's a movie yeah, started like two years ago. Terrific, terrific fucking movie. Yeah. Um, if you want to see a, a real crazy Mads Mikkelsen one, is Men and Chickens. 
and it's like mm. him and oh, his, heard of it. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's I saw it at a, uh, like a Melbourne film festival, and it's basically about like these five brothers with um like uh clef palettes who are mm. all kind of sexual deviants living in a house <laughs> trying to work out if their father's done experiments on them and one i, I think mads mickelson's thing is like he's a chronic masturbator <laughs> and it's absolutely the stupidest thing i've ever seen but very very funny oh, that and sounds like insane. a movie i need to watch so <laughs> yeah um i will say the jeans point though uh -huh. um i definitely agree that i think the absence of at least spielberg yeah um was definitely mm. felt yeah. um i another reason why i think i responded well to this movie is i don't think the movie ever gets as bad as that opening action scene which isn't like the worst thing like i'm mm -hmm. not like sitting here being like fuck that but there was something about watching it where i'm like if you i just knew in my heart if spielberg had directed the scene it would be like a top tier action movie yeah scene. like be up there with like you could just you could feel yeah. like the, the the blocking the editing like all that stuff that spielberg is normally a master at just is completely absent from it and so there's a part of me that just went like okay if i can accept that the action is never going to be as good as a spielberg yeah. version of this mm -hmm. if i can accept that i'm going to enjoy the movie and then yeah. it ended up holding true is that the action never quite gets like the action is probably the weakest stuff mm -hmm. in this movie and then, but then there'd be flashes in action scenes. So then I'd be like, oh, hey, that part was good. And so yeah. like there'd be moments in about every action scene where I'd be like, oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And it, it helped, again, it helped like kind of like diffuse me a mm -hmm. little bit more as yeah. I watched it. Mm. I, I will say yeah. uh, just really quick, apart from the, the CG de-aging stuff, which I think I just like my body just rejects now. And I think a lot yeah. of people just should. Um, I was way more okay with it than I thought I'd be because I, I actually did like that opening action, you know, grading on the curve of this movie's action. I thought mm. that had the most life at least. Cause like, mm -hmm. I, I like the bomb dropping in the middle of that right. building and everyone's just like that. Wait, what? And then it blows up. Like I don't, I got a big kick out of that. <laughs> that that yeah, was from, very Indiana Jonesy, like quite yeah. silly. Yeah. And the once they got that, on I mean... the train, I felt like the train sequence should have been a little, should have a little more to it like, yeah. whereas, like if, if you describe it to me i'd be like that sounds like the greatest action scene of all time oh there's a guy with a gun and then the, the cannon like breaks and then starts <laughs> shooting in circles yeah. and there's all this priceless artifacts yeah. and indy's got to keep using stuff to kind of like sneak through each car like each car presents a different obstacle i'm like oh that sounds like the greatest action scene <laughs> of all time and then you watch it and you're like well all right yeah. um, also yeah. did it feel like I, I I might have missed something, but the bridge gets blown up at one point and they have to jump off the train, mm -hmm. right? And then they cut to them like after and then they just get out of the water and the train is just stopped on the bridge, like it didn't really wreck at all. No, mm -hmm. it's 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 tipped. It's Part like... of it is tipped. Part of it is tipped, but most of the train was still on the thing. I guess if you I... like ran back along the train. Yeah, I think it's fun. well, hey, but I feel like maybe there was supposed to be a train crash. And then someone went, wait, there's a lot of priceless artifacts on this train. <laughs> I don't know if we want to have Indy destroy that in the opening and then like do nothing to stop yeah. that. And uh, then they're like, ah, the train didn't blow up. Like it feels <laughs> like there's about to be a train explosion and then it stops. So, but uh, hey, yeah, uh, Toby I, I Jones was, was fun. Running around. Yeah, he's a yeah, fun he's, he's great. Psychic. The, the image of him and Indy looking up in the sky as the Allied planes, like, kind of established victory. That's the end of World War II, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it'd be weird if it was, like, 1944, and I'm like, yeah, when they won. And everyone's like, what? 
Um, no, but it it was like I thought that was like actually a pretty interesting comparison image to like Crystal Skull where he's staring up at the nuke, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, oh, this is like what everyone relates to Indy now versus what Crystal Skull presents is like, oh, he's he's like facing the a scary future that he can't comprehend, right? Mm-hmm. And then this movie's about him being unable to accept that future. Like, I don't know, that that image just stuck with me. And as much as I did enjoy the movie. There's not like a lot of images that stuck with me, right? And yeah, I think that stems a lot no, from that's Mangold true. just not being a, a great action director. Mm-hmm. But he he's a really good like filmmaker. I, yeah, I don't want to diss him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I do well, think the it's writing the most is the sort of, of emotion, movie. like in in certain certain scenes, it's the most emotion you ever get from like Harrison mm-hmm. Ford as Indiana Jones in like the opening scene, which is uh, well, just like um. When he's talking about uh, Mutt dying in Vietnam at the right. end, when he wants to stay and stuff like that, you never see Indiana Jones cry yeah. over films or anything like no, that. No, yeah. Um, but like, um, yeah, which is which is interesting because the guy's had a bit of a life, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he met he every to... single famous figure. Yeah, and I know some yeah, people yeah. brush up against that, just the idea of Indy showing emotions or admitting uh-huh. to weaknesses i know I, I know people that just like have a hard line on like no indy is he's just action man he shouldn't yeah. have <laughs> any sort of internal struggles oh, really like and if boring. and whatever he does have it should be the bare minimum uh-huh. and i you know and yeah. but if you yeah. if you watch I, the original trilogy yeah you know, like there's an interesting through line um of like him coming up against his own greed and having yeah. to get over it. Like Temple of Doom has like an amazing thing where he gets the the because obviously they're like, oh, we've lost the Sankara Stone and all of our children, and he's like, <laughs> Sankara Stone, tell me more, <laughs> you know. And then when he finds the stones and they're like glowing, and he's got this like Harrison Ford does that really big like manic look in his eyes, and he puts them in his bag, and he's like, well, I'm gonna fuck off to New Delhi. And, uh, you know, me and Willie and Short Round will go and do whatever. And then he hears a child screaming. And he's like, he almost has a moment where he's like, <laughs> okay. And then he checks it out. And obviously that. And then, like you say, when he won't blow up the arc, yeah. when he tries to reach the grail and stuff like that, he's always had that sort of thing between being an archaeologist and a grave robber and a teacher and just being, like you say, like like Phoebe Waller-Bridge, like being... Yeah. For the for the fortune like yeah so he's always had that stuff he just yeah I, it's just, it's that's like yeah. 80s nostalgia blinders on of just being like yeah. you don't you don't think about indy in those complicated ways and so yeah. you're just like well he never was complicated he was just guy and it's like well no there's stuff going on. it's not the most complicated thing but there is stuff going on in all of three of the original movies mm-hmm. and the fourth and now yeah. this one yeah and this one definitely well, pushes it a little more mainly i just think it probably pushes it a little more here which i'm fine with but it's mostly just because, I mean, Harrison's old. You have to find it somewhere. Yeah. Like he, they're they're trying to play towards the the cards they have basically with where Harrison. Like a lot of the action specifically seems designed around the fact that Harrison can't do much anymore. And <laughs> I, I mean, there's, there's a lot of like there's a lot of him being in cars. There's a lot of like yeah. The most because he gets on horseback and it's stuff where it's like you can easily do a digital double and a lot of that mm-hmm, stuff. Yeah. There's the scuba yeah. diving sequence, which it's like all you got to do is put his face on a thing, and then it could be a <laughs> different guy for the rest of the sequence. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm, I'm glad of it though, because if this movie no, yeah. had tried to like CGI, mm-hmm. um, had like tried to CGI him into like old school action sequences, you yeah, know, like, no. very jarring. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think of like the Irishman, a movie I think we all love. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk right now, but you know, there's that bit where Rob De Niro, he's, you know, he's making a collection and then he starts like <laughs> yeah. curb stomping the dude. And I was like, no, you, uh, this isn't you're, wrong. You're very, we very just, old. We man. see it. Yeah. yeah see the, it. The, the, they can't get around the bodies. Like, I've noticed yeah. that yeah. since uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Sam Jackson, just when he runs, it's like, that's an old man. Like, yeah. which I'm not like, I, I'm not going to be like, fuck you for being old. It's just <laughs> like, that's, that's <laughs> what's happening. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just like yeah. that's where we're at. And, no, yeah. Well, that, that, to be honest, that's the thing. That. Like, with the opening of this, like, I saw it on the IMAX and I was just like, yeah, I can see the the whatever about his face, like when it was really like the camera was on yeah. him and you could see it had that kind of video game thing. And I'm like, good. I hope this technology never gets better than this. I hope it never gets so <laughs> good that they can just keep it. I like to stay at this point where it's really obvious and you can't get any, can't get past it. So you can't make a whole movie like this. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want them getting to that point where they can like, because they're going to obviously. But I'm, they're trying I'm, to. I've also I've stated this on the other show a lot, but like I never care if a special effect looks bad. Like if you get yeah. to a scene and it looks terrible, I'm like fine. Like it's a movie. I know it's fake. I like seeing the strings sometimes. If 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 I have a complaint, usually I usually don't like other things about the movie because I will say there's a lot of janky CGI throughout this movie. There's a mm-hmm. couple shots where it's like that's that's all fake. Like you can see it. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of shots like. The train scene to bring it up again when Indy's supposed to be running across the top of the train is like a shot like from the distance and it's like that's all CGI like yeah. you can just tell and it, it looks almost like you know early nineties CGI for a yeah. moment and but again like that stuff doesn't really bother me I can see where it bothers other people especially with the the fact that this movie probably cost three hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, so there's more. a part of you that's yeah. like where the fuck the money go but like yeah uh, that's that's what i'm thinking that's why uh, yeah i don't know where all that money i I think a a big part of the reason we're even having the discussion about like why doesn't this look like it cost 100 million dollars and i do think it's a pretty good looking movie i I don't think it looks like piss like i know some people are just like this is a fucking digital sludge whatever i don't think that i don't think it's it it's mangled's best looking movie i think ford v ferrari uh, mm. Same cinematographer, Fade on Papa Michael, uh, who's very, very good at his job. I, I love the look of that movie. Um, more sequences in that movie that stand out to my brain than an Indiana Jones movie, which is maybe not great. Um, <laughs> but I do think, like, part of the reason we've been having the discussion is like, there's no real sense of wonder when they're like yeah, exploring think... the world, which is mm-hmm. maybe the point, but it's also not that exciting if there's none of that in the movie until the very end, because I yeah. will say, just to get out of the way, the the last chunk with the Archimedes bit when he goes back to the apartment when everyone's there and it's him and Marion at the end, mm-hmm. fucking right. got me. I was so <laughs> caught off guard. Every emotion from young Diego, fucking rewinding that VHS tape of Raiders uh, when my mom and dad first showed it to me, it all came back. I took my mom to see this movie. This is the first movie she's seen in theaters uh, in five years. I think the last movie she saw was like the first Spider-Verse. It was a family thing. Um, and you know, I'll I'll say it worked it worked for her. She she loved the movie. She she likes all yep. of them now. So that was that was the whole thing. But that it fucking took me out. I was not ready for all the feelings yeah. I was mm-hmm. I was having at that point. Uh, so you know all at the I end of the could... day, all my criticisms about the movie totally worth it for like that ending right there. All I mm-hmm. could think about 
during that ending though was that someone at Lucasfilm got shot for not including short round in this movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That someone, him, yeah. someone at Lucasfilm was fucking tearing their hair out on Oscar yeah. night this year. Like it was yeah. just like out of their <laughs> fucking I hundred percent sure they were gonna be like, right, we need to do a reshoot. Well, it's, it's so funny. Oh. It feels like he should have been like Sala shows up. And it's like, yep. oh, I moved to America. I, I'm a cab driver now. And it feels like, shouldn't yeah. that be short round's job? He was the car guy. Like, yeah, I, I love. Yeah. Honestly, they were just like, oh, that actor. Who gives yeah. a shit about that guy? Yeah. He's yeah. not going to amount to anything. So, yeah. uh, uh, James Mangold was asked about that on the Happy Sad Confused oh, okay. podcast, and he was like, "Well, we were shooting at the same time. This movie's been in production for two years. Yeah, now that's... that might be true. Reshoots yeah. are a thing." Everything yeah. ever all at once. I'm not one. saying he had to be in it. I just think no, it's no. funny. Would have been but... nice. <laughs> oh. No, no. Oh, it, there's yeah. a version of this movie where it's like Sala, but it's uh, <laughs> um, uh, Ki Ki Hui Kwan's face mm-hmm. just yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like man, short round put on a lot of weight. Like <laughs> also Sala, uh, John Reese Davies, the last time a white man will play a brown man mm-hmm. in Hollywood history. Yeah, you know. Hey, what are you? What are you gonna do? Yeah. Hey, look, look, it, it's it's what it is. It's what it's been. Let's never do it again. Yeah. You know, hindsight, forty years. You know, that's we're yeah. going off a lot. The world's changing. I've if I've learned anything, if I've learned anything from across the Spider Verse, is that his brown face is a canon event. So oh, they no, can't change no, it. no, no, no. <laughs> That's, yeah. that, I yeah. know that's exactly what Diego is saying. No, no one can disagree <laughs> yeah. with him on that. Bad that's bad. exactly the point Diego was making. Not me. Pull this video. Diego, Diego defends brownface. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know that's the thumbnail. Podcast host defend brownface with an exclamation point and question mark. <laughs> and, and a picture of you just go in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that... happy. He had a family too, and he was all yeah. Like, hey, I, I like. Yeah, I like that. I like to see, uh, you know, like uh, where that character was, because I guess he was supposed to be in Crystal Skull at one point at the very end in the wedding. But it, well, that's, like, that, it that just, fucking yeah. Crystal Skull movie, like, took again, like these movies, for some reason, the Indiana Jones ones, which should be as simple as there's a new artifact Indy has to get, go get it. There's always like yeah. these 15 year periods of development mm-hmm. for each movie. Yeah, and... just like script. Well, I mean, yeah. I think the thing, the, the Crystal Skull was very much. Um... Lucas just yeah, Lucas like, kept being like chucking scripts no, or coming like, up with weird ass scripts. Yeah. And people and Spielberg <laughs> being like, nah. Every, literally <laughs> everyone being on that. board with the script and then Lucas being like, no. And mm-hmm. you know, hey. I also feel like part of the response to this movie. I think part of it is that nerds wanted this movie to redeem the franchise oh. from four, which I don't think it needs. I think four right, is yeah. fine. Four is good. I rewatched yeah. it. I, I enjoyed it. Four underrated. I've always enjoyed it. And then yeah, four. It and I was like, no, nah, this film still bought Still back. Love it. Four for me, it kind of falls apart once you actually get to the kingdom. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't really know what the hell's going on. And every time they get to the kingdom or like what <laughs> the value of putting the skull, why that does that to the, the aliens. Alien we're telling them, telling them yeah. to go there. Knowledge was their mm-hmm. treasure, which is mm-hmm. a great, Moment, which is a, it's a great saying i don't really know how the adventure tied into that you know yeah, like, yeah that is the beauty of like spielberg directing them and why you know he is missed here it's like yeah. he's such a great action director but not just like for the pulpy like punches whips pans whatever like multi yeah. setup blocking that you can do with a single mm-hmm. camera move but like he's really good at expanding character through action and vice yeah. versa that's like yeah. his his golden goose yeah. you know mm-hmm. 
Um, and when it doesn't always work in tandem, you at least get interesting action, like in Crystal Skull. Yeah, works more in the first half than the second half. You know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But I think I think nerds were hoping for that, which this movie doesn't do. Mm-hmm. And then I think the the film, the more intelligentsia film Twitter, uh, was like they're they're suddenly being like, actually, Crystal Skull was always good. Like they're, they're really putting the <laughs> oh, and yeah. so they're using oh. this as being like, oh, you're gonna say Dial of Destiny is better than Crystal Skull. Uh-huh. Like so, it it can't win with either party. Really, well, this, this is the thing, isn't it? It's like when the sequels came out and people were like, oh. No, the prequels were always good. Like we always agreed that the prequels were the greatest. There was never disagreement online about that. Mm -hmm. George Lucas is a genius. Are fine, but Attack of the Clones sucked shit. Yeah, but George Lucas, he's never made a mistake, and now Disney (laughs) won't include him, Mm -hmm. and that's why all these franchises are suffering. Guy has never made a wrong decision in his life. You can Every time at... you read anything about Crystal Skull, it's always Lucas. It's yeah, it's always Lucas being like, "You're something insane." And then it's like, yeah. "How does that work in a narrative, George?" And then he's like, "What?" And then it's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I, I, I mean, just to, to praise our boy George Lucas a little bit more. Not that he needs it, uh, although mm-hmm. sometimes he does need it because people are stupid. Um, yep. But like, I feel like he was way ahead of the curve with something like the young Indiana Jones, which is yeah. the thing I revisited before the movies. Cause I've just seen the Good movies show. so many times and I'm, I'm not even finished rewatching it yet. I watched so many of them on also VHS tapes when I was younger to date ourselves a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but um, it is so clearly much like star Wars, the clone wars, the original, like uh, mm. serious uh, the, the movie, the movie version. And then the other animated version there, every like idea George Lucas had about his love of history historical artifacts cultures religion uh pulp adventures serials like all in one untidy package but you can kind of be more untidy with television it's like here's one episode for this yeah. here's one episode for that here's yeah. one episode for this and it's like god if he just came around like if he, or if he stuck around in some other capacity not for lucasfilm i don't care about that um just his other ideas if you could found another platform for them at some point which he hasn't and he will not at this point which is his right to do so i i do mourn the other projects we never saw from him you know that was the goal was that like these franchises of his were going to print so much money that he could fund his other in-house essentially independent movies but he could never make the things work like he always was overreaching and like his projects were too like now it feels like with the technology they used to make the mandalorian that seems like stuff he would have wanted to use to make because mm-hmm. he can kind of do bigger stories on a smaller scale with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it feels like that's what he was always reaching for. But now it's just like, well, you know, what is yeah. he? What's he? It's yeah, it's a yeah, bit yeah. of a shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although did we ever figure I... out if he actually believed in the 2012 apocalypse? A what? <laughs> do, we, do we ever actually? Do you, do you remember Jonah? Uh, not Jonah Hill. That he's in the news today, so that's why. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen t- told some story on some talk show where he met Spielberg and Lucas, and this is like way before the Fablemans and all that stuff. And he said that uh, George Lucas was really into the 2012 apocalypse, and he couldn't tell if he was joking or not. <laughs> and he, he said some joke. He he was like, I said to him. Uh, it's a good thing you're on the other side of the fault then, huh? With like where Skywalker ranches. And <laughs> Lucas is like, you're goddamn right. Like, and, and he says to this day, he doesn't know if George was joking or not. Like, I, feel like a, I feel like a mixture of both. Yeah. It's, well, that's well, then also craziness. people pointed out that what does he do right before 2012? 
He sells. Oh, yeah. Wow. Star Wars. So, like, some people think he might have genuinely believed in the 2012 apocalypse, <laughs> and that is what led him to sell Lucasfilm. And then, fucking 2013 rolls around. And he's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah, it's all fun. And that's, then 2015 rolls around because I'm reading the novelization of um, Crystal Skull, and it mm. starts with Indy going into a Mayan temple and seeing the Mayan calendar oh. and talking about the world ending in 2012. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe film that. Oh no. At some point. Who knows? Um, Maybe they filmed it. George Lucas, you psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we're better off than you kind of like. I I think I I hate to be like everyone says this, but I do kind of agree with it where it's like he is such a good idea guy Mm -hmm. that you want him in the room. You want to get him to get he's got to get his idea he also sucks at getting his ideas down on paper yeah there's all those stories about like he turns the script in for attack of the clones like three days before they start filming like yeah. insane shit like that you got to get him to really sit down write something down and then just hand it off to other people who can kind of mold it <laughs> into something workable like, yeah and I, you know, is, I know that's everyone's yeah. take on lucas but the more you read about the guy it just and i agree with diego that like television allows a sort of more messiness that can be played with and also it requires so much collaboration that i think like even if he wanted to do it on his own he couldn't which might explain why star wars tv shows never took off under oh, his reign yeah but, underworld uh, yeah yeah hmm. that was would have been was, interesting but that's also if you read about part of the reason why they couldn't do it is that he kept wanting to put sports in the show uh-huh. that he kept having these ideas for like here's like what here's the entertainment that mm-hmm. all the people Star Wars Galaxy will watch, like like stuff like their version of NASCAR, their version of football. Yeah. And remember that guy Rick McCullen was like, mm-hmm. this is gonna cost us as much as a movie for a single episode if you keep putting this stuff in. <laughs> and Lucas oh, being yeah. like, No, we gotta do it. It gets gotta happen. Yeah. We I think that know. that would that would have been the most unhinged show because it's like it would have uh would have centered on Palpatine. Yeah becoming evil or something yeah through like a tragic love story where it's mm-hmm. like well george <laughs> only you already george did that think. you already yeah, did only, that one already... only george could think of that yeah. uh, I, I mean lovable to, guy to see like, like to go back to my current rewatch of the young indiana jones adventures or chronicles it's gone through like three renamings i don't know it's the young indie stuff yeah. um uh-huh. you can just see like oh yeah this is totally something he would play with in the prequels like here's a a doomed love story set against the backdrop of a, a world war the star wars version of that's the intergalactic conflict right yeah. and it's like well uh why was young indiana jones or why was indiana jones the greatest adventurer of all time well, he discovered socialism at a very young age through different <laughs> other um, people like, like Russian politicians. Leo Tosky, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, whoa. And, um, yeah, he's just putting it all there. And it's like a lot of stuff does come back like in the Star Wars prequels. And it's just it, it, it's fascinating. It's, I, I really yeah, I hate what? that the, the, the fandom menace or whatever they're called or they're called themselves, um, that if they really cared about George Lucas, they'd be like kind of hollering for him to make a comeback through other means but no they just yeah. they just want star wars to be they, what it was yeah oh, they just every six months or so someone's like oh exclusive george lucas is gonna buy back star wars like, <laughs> george lucas isn't buying back shit he's yeah, very not gonna not sell it anyway like, yeah he's, he's, he's totally yeah as if disney gonna be like okay you can have it back for the original it's also i just if he ever did like if he ever did come back the, the script would immediately flip back to hating him like yeah. i actually just noticed yeah, this with uh I, I don't watch as much Doctor Who as I used to, but like mm. Russell T. Davis, I think, came back as for the new uh, show. Yep. And like, it was crazy that when he was running it, they hated him. 
when he yeah. stopped running it, people were like, you know what? He did all the right stuff. And then it's uh-huh. like Moffat and co like they fucked it up. And now that he's back, people are back to like, he sucks. Moffat knew what he was doing. And it's like, we're not, <laughs> yeah. let's stop doing this. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, never, just... they're never happy. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, it's, it's, you know, frustrating. And I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if it, this is the movie to go to bat for as much. I do think, like I said, I think it's the weakest of the indie films. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be like, if I marathon the movies and I'm feeling a little tired through Crystal Skull, I might call it a night if I'm watching all of them. Like, <laughs> I might just be like, yeah, I don't need to see that again. Um, I'm not in a rush to watch it ever again. And I might rewatch it and be like, you know what? Fuck this movie. Because I didn't mm-hmm. do what you guys did. I did not rewatch the movies beforehand mm-hmm. because when Jurassic World came out, I rewatched uh, the Spielberg directed <laughs> Jurassic Park movies and you can really notice a flaws in someone's <laughs> directing if you've just watched two Spielberg films beforehand. Mm-hmm. So uh, having now watched some of the indies again since this, um, yeah. I feel like I might revisit it and I might get a little more annoyed mm. with the kind of the lack of Spielbergness or like the sloppy action and kind of just the, you know, it's, it's a very, it's a very bare bones by the book designed to upset no one type action movie right Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not daring it plays it incredibly safe yeah um and but it was i just ultimately i was like yeah i had a good time you you uh, say not to offend anyone but there's already people on twitter who were like oh Uh, this movie like it shows that it's okay to hate nazis really uh and it was like whoa we're whoa 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 everything everything around me tells me it's okay to hate Nazis yeah. all the time. The I think something called the sun in the history. Sky. History <laughs> uh, it yeah. makes it pretty clear that we shouldn't like those. Although I do think that they 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 do kind of say the word Nazi a lot more in this. I think one movie than I think they've done in any of the other Indiana Jones yeah. movies, they which really I'm fine with. Home. I think it's just like they want to really point out, like you know who we don't like the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, there of course a, there's there... going to be people who are like, why'd you get all political with that? It's, like, <laughs> it's too woke. I, yeah. I was a big fan of like Phoebe Waller bridge where she like presses the button and drops them all out of the plane uh, and there's that one guy like grab it on she's like sorry buddy you're a nazi yeah you know like a, a big part of me was like i i'm someone and matt and i've talked about this before i'm definitely someone who was like i wish there were more indiana jones adventures where you know he discovered dinosaurs he fought a mummy or something like that you know yeah, got the and books then, yeah yeah you know, there's, yeah. Other, there's versions of that and again the show he fights like I, is it Dracula? There's a vampire. Dracula, yeah. There's a vampire in a mad science castle. That idea George Lucas had for one of the in- sequels. It's yeah, in the show. That, that Spielberg was yeah. like, we're not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> just like the, the point <laughs> being, George, I, I love you. We're not doing that. Like, <laughs> the point being, I was always like, I want to see more than just him fighting Nazis. Time has progressed forward. We now see that Nazis are still the the ultimate evil of the world that we live in. Um, an extension of other evils, of course, but you know the thing that needs to be defeated so i'm like yeah it does make sense that they're the last they're a very easy stand-in for a lot of groups that there are problems with right now because yeah there's there's not like it's not like the nazis had like one good idea like it's not like like, (laughs) you know it's not like they had like one thing where it's like you know what gotta give it to them it's like no (laughs) anything they do so if your political group overlaps with them it's like i got some bad news for you buddy Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, like, they're, they're such an easy and rightfully easy target to hate that even in the, the Hannibal Lecter prequel movie, Hannibal Rising, mm-hmm. they're like, mm-hmm. how do we yeah. make it an interesting Hannibal Lecter origin story? He has to 
kill and eat cannibal Nazis. There you yeah. go. How do we like, make that's cannibal what it's Lender sympathetic. And it's like, oh, <laughs> he went up against Nazis. It is, <laughs> it is a very go. easy Done. go to, but like yeah. for a good reason. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, yeah. like I yeah, said, I, mean, I, I genuinely got thrilled at the end of that movie, which I just wasn't expecting when. Andy's like, I don't know where we're going, but it's not 1939 or whatever mm-hmm. he says. And I was kind of like, oh shit, that kind of rules like this part. And then it's suddenly we're fucking back at like the siege of Syracuse. And it's like, I maybe I'm just an idiot because there are like references throughout the movie of like they keep finding like uh weird contradictions, like right, in yeah. like all the like hieroglyphs. Like, like, oh, why does, and... Yeah, why does he have this watch? What is this? Why is there a flying machine on this? There's even the the reference because they think it's a dragon when it's a plane. The yeah. kids in the streets of Syracuse, they're watching a puppet show where they fight a dragon or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, well, a, there's a lot of stuff. And I just but like for some reason, I was just like, I never let it get into my head that it might they might go back to that. Like, I just didn't. Yeah. Uh, and so when it did happen, I was like, oh, man, that's kind of awesome that like this is the this is the twist this movie took that he's going to go all the way back to the siege of Syracuse and to watch Mads Mikkelsen, who's been like kind of a like. Like he's kind of kept it together because he's like, I believe in mathematics. And <laughs> mathematics yeah. is never wrong. Yeah. And and then like to watch him like lose his mind when he realizes that oh shit, the, the math is wrong. Like, yeah, just watch him yeah, falling that, apart. You know, yeah, that, that, that climax. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. climax like kind of did it for me most mm-hmm. like of the movie. So yeah, especially um, following that's, like that's what I appreciate that they went they went big on it and it wasn't yeah. a thing of like oh modern audiences are too cool for this kind of thing it was like no fuck that let's just go wild again i think part of the weird problem of crystal skull which is a movie i like i don't not like here to be like fuck that movie but it doesn't go far enough with the alien stuff if Mm, you ask me like you want want, like there to be like he's on a ufo at the end of that movie like (laughs) you don't just want that one shot of it taken off yeah you can kind of feel the weird like Hat they kind of half want to do it, half don't want to do it, and Spielberg really not wanting to do it. And <laughs> Lucas is being dragged out the room, just yeah. like, yeah, make him leave, don't let him in, don't let I him love in. All the, I guess before the all the EPK or behind the scenes stuff got so uh, like to promote the movie, but I love all the behind the scenes stuff for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because it's just Spielberg being like. He's like, oh yeah, I just disagreed with all of this. Yeah, he's like, I, <laughs> he had, wanna, I had no me, interest yeah. in making this movie. I was done with the <laughs> franchise. He, although he says that I went, there's a documentary that came with the DVD box set for the yeah. indie trilogy. And even in that, for like Temple of Doom and Last Crusade, he's like, I didn't really want to do these movies, but I promised George I would. So it's kind mm-hmm. of funny yeah. that Very like, enduring. it's it's just funny. And also I pointed out on Twitter that he only does Raiders because 1941 bombed yep. so hard. And he was mm-hmm. like desperate be like i need to hit and at that time lucas is like the golden boy of hollywood because he just did star wars so he's like lucas what do you got give me anything and he just and then it becomes this thing that defines him in an odd way and he does you know these series of films that uh really you know you could argue you can make the argument that raiders is spielberg's best film like if someone said that i wouldn't like really push back on it um it's just no it is but it is is perfect like that's the thing with it like you watch it and you're just like it's paced so well the dialogue works mm-hmm. the characters work the action's good spielberg like spiel like there's a bunch of like real good spielberg wanners you know where mm-hmm. kind of like there's like when when brody comes to see him at the start of raiders and it follows brody in, oh yeah yeah it, it that... zooms in zooms out goes white and it's all in one shot and you're like 
Jesus, that's good. The and crazy it, you is don't like... realize it until later that it's happened. Yeah. It's not like one of those really showy one take things. It's just what, perfect. But... What makes that shot crazy is that you think zooming in on Marcus is going to be the end because that's where any other director would end it. And then yeah. it goes back out for him being like, ah, oh, that's bullshit, Marcus. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ, how's he that good in 19? like yeah. the 1980s like how is he that yeah. good i mean to, to to make this even more complicated he made raiders not just to you know to basically try to save his career like you're saying mm-hmm. that it was also we got to remember i need to prove that i can be on time and on budget yeah, yeah. and yeah. still make yeah. a hit and yeah. I, I don't even remember if he did that successfully with I, raiders i think he did yeah i think he did because yeah. partly it was partly lucas being like hey you know i'm your friend you gotta you gotta stick to the schedule because yeah, also empire so he was spending spent, his money we spent way too much money on Empire. Fucking <laughs> Irvin Kirshner shot twice as long as he was supposed to. We're not speaking right now. You have to fucking do this movie. <laughs> and you have to stay on budget, on time. And, and yeah. but what, a, what a weird choice to be like, I need a movie that's going to be on budget and on time. Let's do a con- let's do a movie that we're going to set in like eight countries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's crazier is that it, it does feel like it feels bigger than 1941 which is such a bloated uh-huh. blockbuster yeah, like yeah. it's just crazy that it it is that like art from adversity type thing like of like oh when he's when he, you're pushed you can kind of you can sometimes think of something that's for spielberg i think when he's forced to think on his feet he thinks of the better thing than like 90 percent of other directors would think of which is partly what makes spielberg spielberg does mm-hmm. mangle have those qualities I don't think so, but he no. does a fine job here. Yeah, so. he's yeah, he does like the best, you know, for what he could do, what he's given. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. I, again, I, he's just not. Sorry to cut you off, Gene. I just got to say, mm-hmm. he's just not like a, a terrific action director. He's not bad. He's just like mm-hmm. you know, Logan. I think is a great movie. Uh, and and no one like, came out of Logan being like that action. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like it did the job. It's just like it's Wolverine stabbing a bunch of people, and it's like it works for that movie. I think it works efficiently perfectly well but yeah. it's just like no one was like that's the next indiana jones director which yeah. is fine you yeah. shouldn't you shouldn't have that thought that's not I a disagree. normal thought you know? i have to push back on one thing when they were talking about we're gonna when the first talks of indy 5 came up the nerds threw james mangold's name around a lot because logan had just come yeah. out uh, and they're logan. like if we're gonna do old man indy we should just do logan again but with indiana jones that's what yeah. those those mm. people wanted and yeah. now that they got it they don't like it, yeah. so you well, shouldn't I'm, I'm listen so, to them. Yeah, I'm so but, glad that it wasn't Logan. Yeah, the I Logan was, version of Indiana. That was Jones. what I was really worried Ugh, is that, like, like, if he I'm, died or something, or like, if it was like just Indy being like, "I'm old and sad, and uh-huh. I'm not going to do anything fun for two and a half hours." Yeah, like, a, if, yeah. I mean, you have like shit. Like, yeah, um, you have elements of that. Like, I, I guess, like he's drinking a little bit more, but there's nothing like you know yeah. that he's like an alcoholic or something. He's just he's not the worst person. Yeah, ever. Just not in not in the best best of places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I really yeah, I appreciated. Just... I gotta say, um, I did appreciate the uh, parade action scene. I actually really I like that one. Yeah, and I I just yeah. like him. Uh, Part of him getting out of it is joining a Vietnam protest. Yep. <laughs> like I thought that was fun. Which also know. gets really sad when you think about it. <laughs> well, yeah, in hindsight, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, maybe he was on the 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 hippie side. At the yeah, time. I mean, I, yeah, I, I he's friends with he the he's friends with his uh, neighbor that's clearly a hippie, or they're familiar with each. Well, other. he seems to tolerate him. Yeah. <laughs> like he yeah. Which is, I think, 
even the best of us, that's how we would be with hippies. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you're a hippie now. Uh, Ten years you're voting for Reagan, buddy. Like, it's just like I know where this. Yeah. I've seen this story before. It's like, hey, peace and love, man. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we gotta pay. You gotta pay some taxes. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like that's what happens. <laughs> all those hippies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of all the action sequences, go on a dungeon. Oh god. Of all the action sequences, I'll go to bat for that. That parade scene I really enjoyed. That was uh the funnest of mm-hmm. all of them, I think. Uh, just the you know, like him interacting with uh, I think it was like John Glenn or Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, he sees all of the three <laughs> guys: John Glenn, uh, fucking Buzz Aldrin, yeah. all them on the floats of. They just kind of look Sorry. at him. Neil like, Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, Neil. Michael Collins, not John. Oh yeah, Michael oh, Collins. Yeah. I always forget the third guy's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't get enough. The third okay. guy to go to the moon. <laughs> it's like ah, I don't know. He was also there. <laughs> he was there. Yeah. He didn't go actually on the moon. So on the yeah. No, they trained him. Part of his training. When the other guys weren't there, they trained him to fly the rocket back by himself. So if something yep. went wrong and he lost Neil and Buzz, he got mm-hmm. he knew how to fly the rocket back on his own. So, yeah, I'm sure. Like when they were on the rocket flying to the moon, he'd constantly be like, "Yeah, you better be nice to me. I'll fucking leave you." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, don't. Put, I I also like to think about them, Buzz and Neil getting back on and having to be like. But it wasn't that good. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, he didn't miss much. It was just the moon. Like, you, to, you can't depress him too uh-huh. much because he's like, really? It's like, yeah, uh-huh. you know, you weren't missing much. It's shit. Yeah, you know? Just a bunch of rocks. <laughs> you know, but... all those rocks we got on Earth. It's it's like that, but they're you're you're just on the big one. Yeah, it's big. It's like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. It's just like a big rock. Much. Don't yeah. worry about it. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um. I, we. Mm-hmm. I think we should start winding down a little bit. I'm not sure how much more we have to say about the movie, but I do have a question to ask everyone. I didn't prep oh. anyone for this. This is a genuine question I have because hmm. it was a concern I had about this franchise. Uh, not to be all sanctimonious about one of the most popular cultural icons in cinematic history. Uh huh. Um. And you know we've talked about Spielberg not even wanting to do anymore after Raiders. Uh-huh. The discussion around Indiana Jones sequels was that people always wanted more at a certain point. Spielberg doesn't want to do them. Lucas has so many ideas, but he's no longer part of it. It was originally kind of, you know, proposed as like the American answer to India to uh, James Bond, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Could that still happen? I mean, it probably will still happen, like in the future, just because mm-hmm. money. But do you guys actually want that to happen? Because I'll be honest, coming out of this movie, I could see more versions of Indiana Jones, but before this movie, like now, uh... I'm like, I, I kind of, I, I could have seen it. I see the alternate universe where that happened and I'm like, okay with it. But now it's just so like intrinsically tied to Harrison Ford. I'm like, yeah, I don't need it anymore. Like th- this was good. Oh, I said, goodbye. If you now. want it, if you want it like more, if you want recasting. Or yeah. Like a recast. Like, like, is that, is that something you'd actually even be interested in? You know? No, no, it's too tied. It's too tied to Harrison. It's too tied to okay. like his personality, like stuff like they, yeah. you know, it's like he has a scar and he has a scar you know, he's a pilot and he's a pilot. Um, fly yeah, yes, stop land letting... no. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fly probably. yes, land no. Yeah. <laughs> he crashed like right after fucking Star Wars came out. Like... Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's too tied to him. Too tied to his like personality, well, who he is. Yeah, it's just, well, yeah. And we don't have, we don't have movie stars like Harrison Ford anymore. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like when, when there was that whole thing of like, people honestly 
proposed as a recasting for Indiana Jones, Chris fucking ugh, Pratt. Ugh, like, what what ugh, part of Indiana Jones mm-hmm. do you think works for this? Mm-hmm, yeah. What what aspect of this fits? I I'm happy for it to be done. I mean, I yeah. think if they did anything, so Young Indiana Jones Chronicles didn't come on Disney Plus in Australia, so I had to uh, mm. download them, which I'm and I'm gonna start watching them. But if they did that again. If they did like a young indie show on Disney Plus, yeah, that's fine. But I yeah. think, like Harrison Ford said, he's like, no, I'm Indiana Jones. When I'm dead, it's done. Yeah, and I think that's it. Like I think, yeah, those five are fine. Those movies are fine. Um, the, and I just don't think there's anyone. The only actor I've ever looked at and thought to myself, yeah, he could be Indiana Jones, was weirdly uh, Patrick Wilson. Like he was the one that sort of. Mm. I think when I was watching oh. Fargo season two, Wilson and I was like, does oh. feel like he should be yeah. like not be not indie, but like the lead in an action franchise yeah. or something. Yeah. He seems right. the type. Yeah. Bring back, like uh, people, Tom like people said Chris Pratt <laughs> and um, Bradley Cooper. I'm like, no, 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 you've missed, yeah. you've missed the point. You've yeah. missed the thing. Yeah. Like he's not, like obviously Harrison Ford is like, when you go back to the 80s and stuff like that, is a supernaturally handsome man. Like he is <laughs> startlingly good looking and has the whole thing where he can be in a horror movie. He can be in an action movie. He can be in a rom-com. You know, we don't have, movie stars yeah. like that anymore the closest yeah. we have i guess is like john ham who can kind of be in drama and comedy and that's about as good as you get yeah um yeah. but yeah and you're also not have... saying he should be indiana jones though too and i'm not saying he should be yeah indiana jones. he probably should be superman yeah, yeah. he could have yeah. been he could have been yeah. i don't know I, i'll say <laughs> i guess there's multiple answers to your question diego one no i of course i don't need any more will we get more i <laughs> feel like it depends on how much weight Spielberg still has to throw around. Like there's, there's the story of like, they won't, they're never going to reboot Jaws so long as Spielberg's alive. Cause every time like Universal starts talking about it, Spielberg gives the executives enough shit that they never do it. Yeah. So if Spielberg kind of stops it from happening, but then it's like, well, once Spielberg finally, unfortunately passes away, mm-hmm. are they going to, once, once Harrison and Spielberg are gone, knowing they're not going to care what Lucas thinks, unfortunately. Yeah, right? I mean, think, yeah. Once those think- two, pass i feel like we're gonna get like indie six and it's gonna be someone new and you know i don't want it but it's just it's gonna happen like it's just unless hollywood really changes in the next few years which you know isn't Mm -hmm. out of the realm of possibility looking at how things are going down out there um with looking at but also this movie's like not doing so well so they might look at indie as kind of like not worth it yeah um but also, well, that's, that's what makes me vi- think like something on Disney Plus, like the like, yeah. you know, cinema. These big tentpole movies game, don't work anymore. There's a video game coming out, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bethesda, the, yeah. Yeah. Which means it's gonna be bad. No, but, no. Uh, it's, the, it's the Bethesda <laughs> that did the that's responsible <laughs> for like the Doom games that just happened. Oh, okay. Then so it might yeah, be the good one. They're the good one. Might yeah. be good. Uh, uh, we'll see. That could uh-huh. be something. Um, if they're gonna do more, I'm I'm with Sean. It's like yes, like a Disney Plus cartoon show or something yeah which i'd, is I'd like, be fine with yeah. like that like it, like, like honestly a cartoon show, yeah, cartoon, right? yeah. Something. i don't want i don't want like the prequel the adventures of like abner ravenwood or no, even, no. yeah like i don't also I don't because that. that one gets weird immediately so they yeah. can't yes. do that yeah i don't want yeah i don't want that this isn't like if you just no, did something yeah. simple, like like I said, like something like just basic little adventures, you're not shooting for the moon, and it's just like a Disney Plus type thing, or even like a comic book. Like oh, yeah. if they go back to doing more yeah. comics with indie, just like simple. Because I it watching this, there was kind of a moment where I'm like, oh yeah, I love this type of story. I love the 
archaeological element of it. It's like yeah, I love the I love the world history. It's I I actually I think I texted Diego that what I my big takeaway from this movie is that like it had worse action than Crystal Skull, but better like uh, tomb raiding. Like ah. I actually <laughs> liked whenever he was like trying to solve puzzles. Yeah, and stuff. If you like burn the book. Or yeah, like, like that, that was, was a lot. I love that stuff. So if you want to do like a smaller version of that, fine. Just like but like also this the way. Disney's been handling a lot of their IP right now, where it's just with the, you can tell they're trying to make all the Star Wars shows build up to some sort of crossover. Event, and, yeah. yeah, and they're not, oh, yeah, yeah. and they're all yeah. designed like, and the way binge watching is designed right now, where it's like, no episode is like a self-contained story. It's a you have, it has to get you to, you get like half of every story every time and it's like, that would be terrible for Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, if yeah. they could just, if someone was there and just was like, just do a cartoon just have him like here's a new thing he's got to get every episode like get uh yeah. gendy try to call like Doctor Who. yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like something, something like, just like each one yeah. is a self-contained beginning middle and end yeah like and maybe there's like, like a big event you at you the have start. like a running off yeah, yeah like but like you do you know if they did that i'd be cool with it but yeah um yeah it's it's I don't know. It's we're in a we're in a weird spot with pop culture right now, just because it feels like all the like the big geek stuff is like collapsing in on itself. Yeah, or it's collapsing the or the you know certain not all the fans, but like these certain pockets of fans get so radicalized, it gets like annoying. Yeah. You well, know? it's it's that thing of like they yeah. get so radicalized, but then it's not like they help anything. Like you no, can feel yeah. the studios feeling it's like well, we, we don't want to piss these groups off, yeah. but then like. It it doesn't matter because they're they're such a yeah. small group that like yeah. they are not nothing in the grand yeah, scheme when, of things. When well, they it's all like them, the the, yeah. the like rabid DC fans are like talking about the Snyder and the Snyderverse and all that, like, yeah. and then a DC movie comes out and they don't go see it. Yeah, like the mm. Flash had such of that rabid DC fan thing before it, and I was like, is Flash yeah. gonna be a hit? Like they almost tricked me into being like, is this gonna make money? And Stephen King said it was good. Stephen King doesn't like the Stanley Kubrick version of this story. Yeah. Stephen King's an insane yeah. person. Like, but, <laughs> He's still you, high from all. Have the you read people. The Dark Tower? Of course, he liked The Flash. Like, yeah, that's that's I, weird. I, I, he could have legitimately liked it. I, I feel, oh, man, that was, that was crazy. Sorry to reflect, but that was crazy. No, every, it's, 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 every I get why you brought it up. Or like all these people, like Edgar Wright said, he liked The Flash. I'm like, you're all fucking paid off. <laughs> well that's yeah. that could just be that could just be Edgar Wright still bitter about the Ant-Man thing. Oh yeah, could be, yeah. <laughs> just the, the 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 prominent uh people in like film that said they it feels the like flash, yeah. Not like, to not to go into like a whole industry thing, yeah. but it feels like that David Zaslav fuck mm -hmm. um is going around and promising every mm. auteur director the moon. Yeah, and to say the flash it, is good. Yeah, well I'm not <laughs> sure if he's telling them explicitly to say that but he's kind of like being like you know if you're a friend of warner brothers we'll uh, we'll find your next seven projects and you know which will never happen because that company's fucking going down in flames but uh it it feels like it feels like that's what's happening a little bit because you got a lot of guys kind of i mean pta and spielberg did a panel with Zaslav like just like three weeks ago yeah. like thank god he still has fully saved tcm yeah it's yeah. it's, it's it's a strange, like I said, it's a really strange moment right now where if you, like, I mean, if Warner Brothers could disappear in the next few years, which would be crazy. Oh, and wow. it, it uh, it's, and like, I mean, every, they keep floating that DC might like stop publishing comic books and like, mm. it's so it's this weird end of an era. And I don't, 
know what comes next and if the next generation would even be interested in more indiana jones if like they're as fine with it ending here as we are so yeah i think there is a sense of like to use like the like the mcu as an example dial of destiny feels like such a good ending in the same way that Endgame felt like such a good ending to the mcu Mm -hmm. that everything that's come afterwards has felt like epilogue it's like yeah yeah wrap this up it's done like there's bits there's been things i've liked but a lot of it you're like this is all missing something yeah there's nothing there's nothing working for this whereas like because it's there's been a big ending and it's done in the same way that like if they tried to make more indiana jones i'd be like nope i've i've had my catharsis of an ending this isn't like it's ended with him being like well yeah also the series has like yeah the series has three endings yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's the other yeah, issue. We already got hyped. Already. We already got hyped for Indy coming back ten years ago. So it's like a little weird yeah. for people to be like, "Let's do it again." Like, yeah. it's, I, and yeah. I mean, like I think Sean brings up an excellent point, even though we disagree about the movie in question. Um, <laughs> the uh, the point is absolutely correct. It's like you know, capital and and storytelling and art, like they, they're on two divergent tracks right now, like more than they ever mm. ever been, arguably, in my, like at least in, in our lifetimes. Um, or it's like, are we going to keep doing more now? Mm-hmm. And it's like people that genuinely love something like the MCU. It's like, well, I'm going to keep going, but like, it's in the air. People know, like, yeah, uh, they, won't, Ma they won't go all the time. Yeah, Mon mm-hmm. Pod down the street are like, did I watch Guardians of the Galaxy three? And I'm like, yeah, my aunt and uncle I was just talking to the other day, and you know, they're like, oh, great, we love those. Uh, is the blue guy in it? And I was like, what? Like, what the fuck? Because they saw, yeah. they see them when they come out in theaters. They didn't see this one though. And they're like, oh, you, uh, uh, the guy with the, the the head thing. And I'm like, oh, Yondu. And like, you saw the second one, right? And they're like, oh yeah, we loved it. And I'm like, he he died. Remember? Like, I'm I'm trying to like, not, <laughs> like you know, just, but they're you know they're fucking people with careers about to retire yeah. in a couple of years. Like they got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. People cannot watch every little new bit of content mm-hmm. thing. So the best thing an artist can do is to just be, you know, as honest and expressive as they can be with their art. And it's like you can't keep you can't push a button. And get like okay, that's the content machine to give me content now. Make it like the yeah. other one. I like the one you did before that. You know, but, it's like, but yeah. But Diego, I plugged all these numbers into the AI algorithm, and it says more content is actually good. It's, oh no! Well, says, obviously, it, I'm wrong. The, the AI algorithm says that we should actually give all the money to the top guys <laughs> and spend as little money as possible. It's I'm not <laughs> making this decision. It's the algorithm that we programmed is saying give the executives more money. And all the workers less. It's not, oh. you know, the executives are just listening to the algorithm. They're oh, not, the the algorithm that they program the with their specific. This movie inputs. shows. Just listen to the math. The math is never wrong. The math <laughs> is never wrong. And David Zaslav de- going down the plane. Be like, but the math. <laughs> the like number is no, yeah. <laughs> so he could take over Warner Brothers a hundred years earlier. <laughs> but uh, he wants to kill the Warner Brothers and take their place. But um, kill the Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But. Ugh, what a fucked up time nah. to be watching just this all this shit play <laughs> out. Um, well, the the movie that I watched before Dial of Destiny for another article I was writing was Morbius. Which oh was, no, 
oh, fascinating wow. in the sense of like, I had not seen it. And I did it for an, an away from the hype because obviously it had all the, the memes and stuff. And it was fascinating to watch a movie that did not contain a single original idea. And I've never seen that before. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Like you always have a little something in there. This movie had not a single thing that I had not seen somewhere else. Yeah, before that's, that. that's kind of amazing. Maybe the movie deserves yeah. some credit then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. It's, like, it's almost quite impressive. Because a lot of the times you go to the movies now and they have like that one good idea that they squander and you feel terrible about it. And you're like, well, if they yeah. had done that, it would have been good. But yeah, instead, it's well, like, this, well, but this didn't have not, anything. To not even have well. that is kind of impressive. Yeah. So The only good thing was Matt Smith and, and Jared Leto was an absolute Dancing, yeah. human. Matt Smith's slowly turning into one of those guys who keeps signing up for terrible projects, but he ends up being the one good part of it. He's just like, like the best thing about it, yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. I started watching uh, House of the Dragon and I actually mm-hmm. liked him on it. Like he's, he's actually pretty. It. He's yeah, good he's amazing. It. So, uh, yeah. Hey. Anyways, we all like the new Indiana Jones, the last Indiana Jones. Yeah. I think that's fair to say, right? At least the final Indiana Jones. Yeah. Three stars, awesome. three and a half stars. Yeah, it's, three, I would yeah. I would do that. It's made yeah. about half of its uh, budget back at this point. Yeah. So, uh, and I mean to go back to that discussion of capital really quick. It's like. People are like, all oh, these movies are bombing. Like, it, all our hopes are now on Barbie, Mission Impossible, and Oppenheimer. And it's like, I, I really don't think those are going to be runaway hits. Any of them. I think they'll all, all do fine. I think they'll do well. Um, oh, I, sorry, I, I think sorry to make Mission Impossible is going to go. Mission Impossible is going to be massive. I, I don't know, man. Maybe it, I think it's going to do well. I don't think it's going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, it's. It's there's some I think people are pushing back against the it being a part one title. I think audiences uh, are like fuck enough, that. Yeah. But I will say yeah. I try to get tickets to Oppenheimer recently. It's all mm-hmm. fucking sold out. Like Ooh, I, I I fucking I waited and I'm like I'm not seeing that shit opening weekend. I can't get into a good theater to see well, it. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing Barbie. I'm seeing Barbie opening weekend. <laughs> yeah. the, the Barbie oh, yeah. marketing has somehow like also bled over to Oppenheimer because everyone's talking yeah. about this like Barbie mm-hmm. versus. So it's like. The Barbie marketing's massive. Oppenheimer isn't, but everyone's like talking about them in the same sentence. So it's like, yeah, cool. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> We're going to spend less on marketing, but get it all anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I just, I saying? just think all, the, I think the industry is is just imploding right now. And like, <laughs> I want to believe, and I am optimistic that whatever comes out the other side of of this implosion, which is going to last a while, frankly, mm. I I want to believe that it's gonna be better and I, I have kind of been saying for a while i think that like the ability for like so many young younger artists and stuff like that just have a camera built into something they use every day be a laptop a telephone whatever right like i i think we're gonna see really weird interesting shit or at the very least like a different type of shit you know i yeah. mean I not, so. not to be uh like just hop on the, the, the trend but like the grimace shake reactions have been incredibly funny to me I know so people good. have, but like is that about him? Here, here's my one concern: uh-huh. is that what all like content is going to be in the future? Like, yeah, I don't know. Grimace it, it feel like, if yeah. it, not like not like specifically the grimace thing. Just like <laughs> it, it feels like we're because like people don't go to the movies as much anymore for a lot of reasons. Is the is something like TikTok where it just provides really quick mindless content i'm not trying to be like rude about it. i'm not trying to be like damn kids and the fucking tiktok like <laughs> yeah, it just feels like it, but it feels like kids are like really into that and it's really hard to convince them actually it'd be worth it to watch something longer than two minutes like mm-hmm. yeah you and i'm not saying like i'm not saying times longer than that 
and I'm not even saying like attention spans are gone. Like I'm not trying to be like kids are dumb. I'm just saying that yeah. like in terms of the amount of effort you have to put into to leave your house, go to a shitty theater, find the right theater with the right screen, with the right sound that it's not. And it's the money you're spending is mm -hmm. a lot more of a challenge than opening TikTok and just scrolling until you find something you like. And uh, I worry that that is where a lot of the, where a lot of eyeballs are going, let's just say. And that now with this weird AI generated art that people are talking about that I, I don't believe that will ever replace film or storytelling, but I do think it could easily replace the mindless scrolling content and they could know to generate certain images that will catch people's attention. And yeah, maybe I worry about that. Now, hopefully there will be a sort of break in the wave where people are like, you know what? Going to the movies is actually fun. And it's something I like to do with my friends on the weekend. But if you got that phone in your pocket, all you have to do is open it, open one app and then scroll through some things, you know? So it's weird. Um, I'm general. I'm more, I do lean more towards where Diego is in terms mm -hmm. of like, I think there's a better film industry on the other side, but just, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot. Um, yeah. As you, as you're worried these days, yeah. but, um, you know what? Anyway, At chef... least we'll always have these zoom meetings together though. Oh yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess that's our discussion on Indiana Jones, the dial of destiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We did it. Ending did it, it on ending it on a triumphant note, just like <laughs> so, Yeah, you know, we're gonna go pick up our hats and head off into the sunset. Hell to the to uh, wherever the strikers are this week. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, support the writers guild and the screen actors guild because they're I think they're about to also strike. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see. Probably, probably. Uh, Fucking directors guild, whatever. Um, yeah, Sean, thank you for joining us as we spiral <laughs> Sean. at the end of here. Thanks for waking <laughs> up early to have this conversation. Yeah, no worries. It's twenty to ten a.m., so I will go and start mm. my day. All right, well, twenty ten. No, I started my day at six a.m. So, but yeah, because a baby shouted through a baby monitor. Sean, <laughs> oh Sean, because <laughs> that's what he calls me. Oh Aww. boy. Aww. <laughs> Well, yeah, thank you for taking the time yeah. away from your baby to be with us. Of That's course, fantastic. Hey, from your actual baby. child. Yeah. To we, talk we about Indy 5. Yeah. We, oh my God, we, love we can it. show this to him in a few years when he finally is old enough to watch the Indy films and be like, I'll watch your dad talk about it for too long. <laughs> uh, where can people find you on socials? Or if you don't want people to find your socials, where can they find your work? Because that's fine too. Uh, yeah, no. Um... So yeah, I pretty much like got off most of the things, but I'm on Instagram. It's um, Sean Fallon Wright. Um, and I'm trying to put together my work portfolio, which is seanfallonwright.wordpress.com. That's a, taken me a really long time. And also I write for Hard Drive and The Hard Times. So you can hmm, do that. Good articles. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us again. Matt Ringo. Where can people find you, if anywhere? We kind of have I don't, a recurring bit about this. I don't know what's happening right now because... Twitter is like every other day. It feels like Twitter's about to collapse. Uh -huh. <laughs> Wherever I'll be, I, 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 all right. I swear to God, I am about to start streaming again on on Twitch. I am like ready to go. I just need to get a few more things in order, and uh, so there's that. I'm on Twitter at Emperor OTN one. Everywhere else, I'm Emperor OTN 
on any other social media. If you want to check me out on fucking Tumblr, and if I get on Blue Sky, mm. uh, I'm not going on threads. threads. I'm not mm. doing threads. <laughs> this makes me think of that fucking nuclear apocalypse movie. Yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> uh, so I'm not doing that. I am on Instagram, though, at Emperor OTN. Um, so just search that anywhere, and you can find whatever the fuck I'm complaining about at any given time. So great and uh the... or listen to these podcasts because we got retrospectives coming up yeah yeah we're, we're a we week we're over finish... a week into july and we have not started the summer failed blockbuster <laughs> retrospective so it'll it'll be a shorter one than than the last couple ones um the, the i have final... a few more i want to add to the list we're not we're way. not doing I, that i got well, like seven more films i want to do i have so. one more but i'll i'll, I'll text you 12 uh, more the the last episode of the failed war contenders is, is coming out. It's it's a mad 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 world. It was my first viewing of it, so I'm really excited <laughs> for everyone to check that out. Because Jesus Christ, <laughs> what? Uh, Gene, thank you for joining me, my co-host and good friend. Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Gene nine eight nine two. All right, we did it, fellas. Everyone, thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. If you didn't like this episode, like and subscribe anyways, because you might find something you do like. That's it. Goodbye. We've been professionally unprofessional. I got nothing else in the end.